Ball shoots save. Smith the rebound stop. Another try. They score. Braden McNabb, his first of the year. Two to one Golden Knights. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Side of the net, extra passing. Smith settles. His shot knocked down. It's a loose puck in front. Now Smith scores. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas, Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215. Home of the... Last show of the year, boys. Everybody ready to go? Yeah, buddy. Leave it all out there. Oh, yeah. Nothing left in the tank after today, Chapman. Nothing. And you've got about half a year left in the tank, the way you've been pacing yourself <laughs> in 2022. It's not so, even listening so to you, you. You should have a lot to give today. Well, it what? will actually be very difficult for you to empty the tank today. <laughs> you you, you know have what? so much left. The way Bruce Cassidy ex- described Alex Petrangelo today, that's me. That's no. that's me. No, no. not even. Yes. No, so you can't. Absolutely. You can't hang on to like fifty percent of your work rate and just unload it today. Yeah. <laughs> if no. that were the case, Darren and I, we wouldn't have to show up today. Come on. No I'm, I'm chance. I know. Pace myself. Yeah, you pace yourself. An hour a day, whether they need it or not. <laughs> That's the way it goes with uh, with Chris Chapman. Uh, we're going to get into some weirdness that occurred in the National Hockey League. And it was a conversation that just happened before we came on the air. Mm-hmm. And it got me fired up. I didn't think that you guys would care at all about what happened in Vancouver uh, last night uh, at the end of their game against the Winnipeg Jets, uh, actually in Winnipeg. But Wallace noticed it. So I'll dive into it. Uh, it was uh, a bizarre situation between teammates uh, uh, that occurred with the Vancouver Canucks trailing in that game. Uh, we'll leave it at that for now. We also will tee up uh, one-timers, news and notes around the National Hockey League. Uh, there's some uh, things happening with the Winter Classic uh, that's coming your way in a couple of days. And, of course, we have a weekend uh, full of all kinds of excitement around the Vegas Golden Knights, a New Year's Eve day game tomorrow. 1 o'clock at the Fortress against the Nashville Predators. And then on January 2nd, they are off to Colorado to face the Stanley Cup champion Avalanche. First time that uh, we'll get a good look at uh, them in person. I get to go again. The flooding is still in effect uh, on the TV side. Do the control room, so I'll mm-hmm. get another road trip and uh, hoping to produce a, a victory on that because uh, Gosher's all over me that I went on the two games I would... and that they were winless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. said, uh, he pointed to all this stuff, and he's like, what does all this have in common? You are here. Do not ever think about coming, but, right. I, but I have to uh, do the thing. Uh, I also have this weird uh, list that I came up with uh, before the program as we started. Uh, not that all our show prep comes from five minutes before the show. <laughs> We're banding about a lot of different stuff today. Uh, The Predators are in town tomorrow for that noon start, which is the earliest that uh, that you'll play a game in the National Hockey League. 11.30 pregame show on the TV side. You'll be on the air at 11 a.m. tomorrow uh, from T-Mobile Arena. So uh, grab your coffee, whatever you do uh, for your morning routine. But to make it work, because the Predators are playing today, to make that turnaround work... Mm -hmm. 
it required some flexibility on behalf of National Hockey League teams and NHL hockey operations. So there's a minimum turnaround time. Okay. Anybody who's part of a union knows this, mm-hmm. that you have to have a certain number of hours between shifts or else there's a penalty. Well, you're not going to pay the penalty in the National Hockey League, so it's uh, it's just it's just not allowed. So for a noon start to occur, mm-hmm. the Nashville Predators game in Anaheim today started at 2. Okay. It's a Friday afternoon. Yeah. In Anaheim. Yes. And a two o'clock start. Right. That is one of the weirdest start times mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Because today's not the holiday. No. Today is a considered a regular work day mm-hmm. in society. Yeah. And they have a two o'clock start in a National Hockey League game. Mm-hmm. For no no reason. Like the Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> had their nooner a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. But they, they had that every year. Uh, they call it the next generation game, where they fill the rink with kids. That's a, a focused, intended game. They get season ticket holders to give all their tickets back for that one particular game and bring all the kids mm-hmm. uh, to the game. This is just a one-off. Right. And as far as I'm aware, there's no special event around this game in, in Anaheim. Well, They're already in the third period on a right. Friday afternoon. Of this game. Well, I mean, I, the special event would be the New Year's Eve day game in Vegas, which so, is a... So Anaheim starts early yeah. to make things work in Vegas on New Year's Eve. Well, right. Everything runs through Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like, I it's think, it's important enough, right? Like, I think it's great. Sure. But he... And I haven't checked what, what happened at Honda Center yesterday. Mm-hmm. Maybe Chapman, if he's got, like, time. If he's got nothing else to do right now, he could uh, he could Google the Honda Center website and check what was going on yesterday. I'm literally walking him through this in the studio right now. Oh, he's doing it. But he was looking at me like, what am I supposed to be doing? Uh, so <laughs> Nashville. You, you, guys you guys are good friends. You guys know the uh, the game that uh, Vegas played against uh, Anaheim a couple of days ago? Yes. Yep. Nashville was there. Okay. I rented a David Poyle in the press box. Oh, yeah. I rented a couple of uh, uh, the, the hockey operations people uh, of the Predators. They they were there. They went yeah. into Anaheim early, mm-hmm. and uh, they were some of their hockey people were, were actually at the game. Why they didn't play yesterday, because the Ducks didn't play yesterday either, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why they didn't play that game yesterday and then at a regular time mm-hmm. in Anaheim. Yep. And then be able to have a day off coming into the Vegas game. I, I'm just puzzled by it. That that the team would have to play a two o'clock start on a weekday mm-hmm. in the National Hockey League and not be a holiday. Have you figured out anything yet? I'm looking. I'm looking. It's www.hondacenter.com. The problem is the Honda Center website doesn't give me events that were took place yesterday, hmm. only events that are taking place in the future. See? Because you mailed it in yesterday. You don't have the answer. <laughs> that's uh, that's what happened there. No, it's 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 bizarre. Now, the New Year's Eve game in, in Vegas mm-hmm. has become a tradition. Yes. A, a rite of passage uh, for us. And we get to really uh, enjoy the moment. Like, it is such a fun environment, just like that uh, last game before Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, the 23 game. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. But it's early enough in the day that people can go have fun, uh, but you're not expected to get uh, blitzed 
right? Right. So, so you can go and enjoy the day, and there's nobody's sloppy mm-hmm. uh, because uh, of the of the noon start. So I think it's a, it's a great opportunity. I love the part of it that it's a noon uh, nooner because you get out of the strip uh, if you don't want to be caught up in all of that uh, celebration, or the visiting team uh, can get out of town and get into where, where they're going. Uh, it's 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 fun, and everybody dresses up more so than a regular night, and I think people in Vegas dress up for a regular night more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of circle back on on the Honda Center for mm-hmm. a moment, uh, the, the first non-hockey event that I'm seeing come up on the schedule is Saturday, February 18th. So it stands to reason that yeah. it was just Anaheim Ducks hockey, right? Like, I don't see there being a, a big-time show or anything like that if if the next actual event that is not a hockey game isn't until February. I think it stands to reason that there should have been a building availability for this game to happen yesterday. Now, and, Honda Center did tweet out something about a Korean pop group concert. Okay. Stray when? Kids. I don't know. Totally other, know who that is. I don't know any of them, but mm-hmm. uh, looks like they tweeted it uh, two nights ago. So maybe maybe they were getting ready for tomorrow or yesterday. Okay, now you know what you do. Let's let's look at me. Look <laughs> yes, at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google StrayKids.com. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. And look at their tour dates. <laughs> so and then we'll have an idea. So this has nothing to do with Vegas. It's more of a, a query of mm-hmm. of mine. Why I'm going down a rabbit hole of Anaheim Duck scheduling, I don't know. But <laughs> I, it 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 uh, puzzles me how in in a in a league where you have fights over the schedule, every team has has scraps over the schedule. Mm-hmm. How you get to a point where you accept a two o'clock start on a Friday, unless you're thinking there might be people on still on holidays over the Christmas break who might be able to go to it. Maybe people are in town to go to the Magic Kingdom, but if they're in town to go to the Magic Kingdom, they don't generally go to a hockey game during the day because that's when you go to the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. is during the day. So uh, the, this is, is, is really strange. And the other part is, Back-to-back afternoon starts are extremely rare mm-hmm. uh, as well because you don't get any pregame skates. Uh, you don't get your your out of your routine. One day, yeah, sure. every now and then, that, yeah. that's totally acceptable. Everybody can handle that. But back-to-back matinees and earlier matinees, right. we're not talking 5 o'clock. We're talking noon and then or 2 o'clock and then noon and two games within 22 hours uh, on that side of it is is. Strange to me. Now, what do you get on Stray Cats? No Stray Kids. Oh, yeah, it was Stray not, Kids? Yeah, it was not Stray Kids. That no, was, yeah. So they tweeted something two nights ago. Okay. But apparently Stray Kids played there in July. So oh. Yeah, not, and they don't have any shows until March of 2023. Yeah, so it's, it, it was not Stray Kids. Well, what did you read? I, I'm looking at their Twitter, but then I, I Googled, like Darren suggested, Stray Kids. No, no, I, I'm I'm aware of that. Yes. What what was the original tweet it from said Honda? Twenty twenty two was really RK pop era, and they tweeted out pictures of. Oh, so it was just multiple. a random. Tweet. So so yeah. recapping twenty twenty two. I I don't know. Like I, like <laughs> maybe I, that's what they were doing yesterday. But, but it maybe got Honda it, Center uh, was all booked up recapping twenty twenty two. I think you appa- can just send a tweet for that. Apparently, yeah. multiple K pop groups played there in twenty twenty two. I don't even understand K pop. Like I don't get it. And hyphen. ATs, stray kids. I, I, no, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. No clue. 
I've got. And nothing. this is a Nashville team that needs these games. Sure. Like yeah. they're, they're a team rolling in tomorrow. Well, they're doing uh, well today. They are. They're they're winning four one against the uh, Duckles. Mm-hmm. How many shots on goal for for Nashville? For Nashville, let's take a look here. I'm pulling it up. On because my... this has become a fixation of mine. That that Anaheim how much gives Anaheim up so, gives up? Because they're now they are now <laughs> giving up the most shots per game in NHL history. Yeah. After the contest against Vegas. Yeah. At, they, at just over thirty uh, oh, thirty eight and a half. Okay. So there's eight and a half minutes left in the game, and the Anaheim Ducks have already given up. 36 shots on goal. All right, so they're, they're going to meet their average. Pro, I, I think it ends at, a, at, a, at around 40. Yeah. That is wild that a team can give up that many shots well, per game. They're not very good. And have, well, they are good. They're not good. They're fine. They show no, no interest in playing defense. Zero. Not very they, good. They, they, Defensively. Have a, they have enough players mm-hmm. that should be able to play the game at a decent level to avoid giving up 38 shots per game, the most shots per game in NHL history. Vegas had seven players out of the lineup the other night. I, I'm aware of that. And they had 51. I ben know. Hutton has had trouble getting in the lineup. Mm-hmm. He had seven shots the other night. Right. He said it just, every time I looked up, there was an opportunity to shoot. Well, that's like, that's my point. Like The, the interest on, on that team isn't in playing winning hockey. The interest in, in the Ducks right now is... Cookies, right? Like, you've got a team that is not going to be doing much of anything this year. I think you kind of have a desire to be among the 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 lottery teams at the end of the year because you've got that big carrot in front of you organizationally. And I think that you've got, you know, Trevor Zegris and Troy Terry, like, they want to collect their points. They want to go out there and play the fun hockey, which is the offensive side of the puck. Which tells me that they're going to be further behind when they, whoever they draft mm-hmm. this year, mm-hmm. and try and turn that corner. If their cornerstone of Terry and Zegris and some of these young players on the blue line, but Terry and Zegris and McTavish mm-hmm. are not totally bought in to playing a 200-foot game mm-hmm. now or mm-hmm. growing towards that, then you're going to have trouble Getting there, it's going to take you longer to get there. Like Buffalo is is a, a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Like, but they're doing it strategically. They're building confidence mm-hmm. up front, mm-hmm. knowing that that's going to pay off down the road. Right now, Anaheim's not building anything. These guys are just doing what they want and and uh, taking shortcuts on the back end. That's what you saw, right? Oh yeah, yeah. 100%. The neutral zone was a was a wide open like go wherever you want. It's it's and, like you're driving down the highway and then it turns into a field and you can go <laughs> wherever and then it goes back to a highway at the end of the blue line. And and it seems counterintuitive, but like there, if they had a little bit more commitment to the defensive side of the puck, it would feed their offense because they scored two goals against the Golden Knights, but that really wasn't a high event offensive game that we saw from the Anaheim Ducks. No, no, there was nothing going on there. Hence why the the goalie change was pull, made after five shots, yeah. and you were already out shooting them uh, by <laughs> by by a number. And and after the goalie change, oh, it's fascinating. Here's the here's the the, the cool part about that game mm-hmm. was Anaheim had five shots at the twelve minute mark and were up to nothing. Mm. They finished that period with six shots. 
And the sixth shot was in the final 20 seconds of the period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were very efficient, but they didn't pour. After they got up to nothing, they didn't have more chance. And that also shows us how much uh, of a a ways they go. They want their cookies, Mm -hmm. but they don't pressure you to get those cookies. No. So if they're not if they're not dominating, cheating, going for breakaway, all that kind of stuff at the offensive end, but they have no interest in playing in their own end mm-hmm. and they're not doing anything to lock down the neutral zone, what are they? They're just a team of individuals. I think they are the most disappointing team to Darren Millard this year. Yeah. There there's a couple of clubs that uh that have Stumbled out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vancouver certainly didn't get off to a great start. Uh, we, we've watched what Ottawa has done with all the acquisitions brought in. They have not uh, translated that experience and that talent into contending uh, into December. Uh, they they were out of it early. Uh, there, there's um, Nashville is definitely a, a club mm-hmm. that isn't anywhere near where they thought they would be at this point of the season, and they're going to be hard-pressed to make the Stanley Cup playoffs. But Anaheim, having been in a playoff position halfway through last year, mm-hmm. and then when the, the the management change was made, they decided, well, we're, we're going to do a bit of a rebuild. They made some tra- trades at the, the trade deadline that certainly sent the message that they're in for a, a more of a rebuild. But I thought they would be far more competitive than they are. They should have been because that was the trajectory. That yeah. was the trajectory that they were on. They were, and but you, except for the management change, did did when when Pat Verbeek went in there, mm-hmm. it did change things. Which is why you haven't heard about uh, Dallas Higgins being on the hot seat. Sure, sure, and and it's not the same Ducks team, right? Like it, you you don't have Hampus Lindholm, and nope. that was a player huge. That, but you brought in John Klingberg. Yeah, but like John Klingberg's gonna gonna be again one of those players to me. That's more interested in the stat line because he, number one, he should be a trade deadline carrot for other teams. And number two, he's playing for his next contract. So the stat line has to be good for John Klingberg more than, more so than team success with the Anaheim Ducks. Unless you're so bad and you're giving up 38 shots per game. Doesn't doesn't reflect well on a blue line. No, not particularly. But you know, I, again, I, I think that your point on being or uh, on the Ducks being one of the most disappointing teams this year is well taken because they 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 could, to me at least, be like Arizona, and that that seems ridiculous. Yeah. But at least the Arizona Coyotes put forth everything that they have night in and night out. They know they don't have the talent, but there's structure there. And they try in in all facets of the game. There's a 200 foot element to what the Coyotes are doing. They know they're going to lose hockey games, but at least they are putting it in night in and night out. I'll go through the list of, of names on Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Just playing today. Yeah. All right. Uh, Klingberg. Yeah. We know mm-hmm. National Hockey League veteran, good player. Cam Fowler, longtime player. In fact, the reason Shea Theodore is here is because they kept yep. Cam Fowler, good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we have uh, Zegris, Benoit, Henrique. All good players. Mm-hmm. Strom, who they signed, uh, brought in. Good, very capable player. Uh, Troy Terry, uh, Shattenkirk, Kulikov, Silverberg, McTavish, Carrick, Comtois. Like, yeah. Some of these guys are just okay. Mm-hmm. Some of them are good. 
and there's a couple that are video game players, but they're <laughs> but they're still good. Like Zegras is. Yeah, no, he's, you're fair. He, That's he's, fair. He's a video game. Yeah. Uh, his his five on five play needs work, mm-hmm. but he is a sensation when it comes to one on one, and and I don't fault him for that. I if I was his coach, I would be a little frustrated at times, but uh, but that list of players that should be way more competitive than they've been. And when I say competitive, it's not just wins and losses, right? It's how you're handling those in-game scenarios. Like, it wasn't even close the other night. Mm-hmm. That Vegas didn't have to wait for the decision. If that was a fight, it, it, it would have been stopped and Vegas would have been given the win. Yeah, it was a goalie. Right? It was a goalie win. So that uh that game, this game today, they're gonna give up 40 shots. Mm-hmm. They're giving up the most shots per night in NHL history. Yeah. The previous or the current holder of that record, the the mid seventies Capitals, lost thirty seven games in a row on the road. Mm. That that Capitals team won eight games all year. Yeah, they were historically bad. Sure, which is not the same company that you want to be in right now. And we've watched rebuilding teams go through. Really horrendous stretches. Think think about what Ottawa has done. Yeah. Think about some of the Detroit seasons the mm-hmm. last couple of years. They weren't giving up 38 shots a game. So, okay, you said they won eight games all year. The Capitals? Yeah. In the mid-70s? Yeah. Ron Lowe was the goalie. I, His I, average was over five. I know that right now it shows 10 in the column, but they've got three regulation wins. Yeah. That's it. Three. I, if the Anaheim Ducks can't get to nine regulation wins this season, I'm, I'm willing to say they are one of the worst teams to ever play mm-hmm. in, the, in the National That's fair, because League. there was no overtime exactly. in the mid-70s. That's, I can't actually believe that they've only got three. I don't know how many ties there were. <laughs> three regulation wins. Chappie, uh, 1974-75, Washington Capitals, eight wins, 60-whatever losses. Uh, I'm curious about how many ties. And the Predators are now up to 39 yeah. shots on goal. Eight. Wow. 67 and 5. 5. So it wasn't even that many ties. Their, their road record? 1? Yeah, 1. <laughs> and 39. <laughs> 1. <laughs> they lost 37 Fantastic. road games in a row. <sighs> one did, I tell, did I tell, tell oh. you? I told you the story the other night about when they won that road, road game. No? So they, they lost 37. It's story time with Millard. 37 road games in a row. Mm-hmm. They go into California, okay. San Francisco, to play the California Golden Seals. And they somehow, because California wasn't very good either. Sure. But, uh, and, and they'd been painting their skates white all year, so their, <laughs> their feet were really heavy. True story. True story. <laughs> they kept painting their skates white because, uh, what's his name, Charlie, uh, one of the, uh, one of the oh. white shoes because he owned the athletics too. Fantastic. Uh, one of the skates. So we'll he, love that. They, they kept painting their skates white, and they got heavier and heavier. So, uh, so Washington wins that game to stop that 37-game road losing streak. Mm-hmm. And the players go in and they're looking around going, This is this is awesome. They carry they grab a garbage can. I can't mm-hmm. remember which player it was, grabs a garbage can and they pass it around the room like the Stanley Cup, <laughs> holding it up. 
This is a professional hockey yeah, team yeah. in the National Hockey League. Yeah. They carry a garbage can around the room and they celebrate, which is kind of funny, mm-hmm. and and I give them credit for it because what a hell, hellish season that would have sure. been. Yeah, they all it gets it gets it gets better. They all sign the garbage can <laughs> <laughs> and and leave it, and it's a, it becomes a memento mm-hmm. uh, for. The problem is nobody knows where whatever happened to that garbage oh, can. It would be so cool. Can you imagine on. if you had that? I, or be if, in the Hockey, if, Hall, if, of hockey Hall of Fame. Exactly. What what like that would be a cool <laughs> exhibit. Not of excellence, but yeah. of a story of the game. Oh yeah, for sure. Have have that uh that garbage can signed by uh Ron Lowe and uh, <laughs> uh I, I I randomly clicked on one player on that team sure. and he had this is his his claim to fame okay his daughter actually won a gold medal with canada but manitoba guy worst plus minus rating in nhl single season history minus 82 on the season bill Uh, it's hard to do michelson mickelson it'll be mickelson mickelson it's hard to do minus 82 really played for uh brandon we don't need to go that far back. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought maybe he was a buddy now, of yours. Now it's, <laughs> now it's become personally offensive. Uh, I thought he was a buddy of yours. Just so. a score update. It's now 5-1 Predators, and they've got 40 shots on goal. So Good stuff for Anaheim. On goal. Yep. I didn't start out that bad for these guys. They, they, they tied in their third game of the season, and then they won their fourth, but uh, a long time between wins. <laughs> I'm going through the, the the roster right now, and they they did have a couple of players in the '70s that were okay, but uh, but this first this expansion team this what's ex- what's first the year, year on it seventy four seventy five was uh, it it's it's not a good looking looking club. Uh, they were also a team. <laughs> we talked about the white skates of yeah. the California Golden Steel Seals. Yeah, the Washington Capitals of the seventy four seventy five season. Wore white pants. Mm. Yeah, I like. Did it. not did not last the end of the season. <laughs> and I don't know whether it was because it was hard to keep them clean or the players complained. Uh, I I've never been able to hear the whole story on it. But they wore white pants, which we've seen a couple of times in mm. the reverse retro offerings. Yeah, of of very light colored pants or white pants. Uh, the Buffalo Sabers, and those were difficult. To, to, now they. Um, can you imagine the all white sweaters, the, those those Buffalo Sabers yeah. reverse retros? Yeah, Alex Tuck told me it's it's hard to see your teammate out there when when the game's going 100 miles an hour. You're almost camouflaged. Uh, maybe that was the issue with the Washington Capitals that year. Sure, you can say that if you want. I guess um, I, I'm not a fan of the all white look, though. I'll be honest. Like the Sabers white jersey, the the white reverse retros with the white pants. That's too much for me. For sure, but um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you want to. Yeah, maybe you want to say that 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 was the problem. Uh, Greg Jolie <laughs> was minus sixty nine to go with Bill Nicholson's <laughs> minus eighty two, and Jack Lynch was minus fifty four. I Tommy oh, and Murray Anderson was minus forty. They had four players <laughs> that were minus five, six, seven, seven players. Uh, that were more than minus 40. I'll say this. Leading scorer Tommy Williams with all of 58 points was a minus 69. 
Yeah. Well, he was, he was cheating, right? He was always cheating. <laughs> cheating to, for, for those, for those open nets. Ron Lowe won all eight games and had a shutout that year. Another good Manitoba guy. Uh, MVP right there. Yeah. When, when, <laughs> I don't know when the last time was that a goaltender, and it might be that year, that a, the last time a goaltender won every game for a team mm-hmm. during a regular season. Yeah. That was Ron Lowe yeah. in the 74-75 campaign for Eight, the Capitals. 36-2. Yeah. His goals against average, 5.45. Save percentage, 0.855. And he was good. Oh, my goodness. What, they, wonder what his, his saves above expected were. <laughs> Hold on. He oh, did have me, a shutout, too. I, I just said that. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Yeah. Uh, goals saved above average. Minus 57.1. <laughs> so does that mean he let in more goals? He than let he... in 57 more goals than he should have. Yeah. Than a league average goaltender. Well, uh, Ron Lowe's numbers were 855 save percentage of 5.45 goals against average and this is fascinating when you really consider it that Washington Capitals team scored 181 goals That's in 80 ridiculous. games they allowed 443 yeah. ridiculous ridiculous <laughs> it's it's a credit that that franchise survived it is there, there's and then, there and now is they've got the greatest goal scorer that ever played the game yeah, yeah. there is a possibility that my my buddy who's from that area actually had season tickets for that very first season I don't That's know. one of the strangest things you've ever said. Right I, I don't know how he would have gotten through it, but but he's a diehard Caps fan, and and I know he suffered through some really bad seasons in the seventies. But don't but, know if he went back that far. But they survived, and good, good on them. And uh, they had some some really good players over the years. Hall of Famer Mike Gardner uh, was probably their first big superstar. Mm-hmm. And Ron Lowe, uh, for, for those numbers, mm-hmm. he, Ron Lowe is a good goalie. Yeah. And then became a really good coach in the National League. But he was a good goalie. God, 24 years old. That would that yeah. would scar me for life. Should ruin you. Yeah. Uh, but they survived. We were, we were talking about this. And I'll take a break right now, but think about it. How many cities or places mm-hmm. had NHL teams that no longer have a club. Like Winnipeg had a team leave and come back. That, uh, that doesn't count. We're not talking about places that lost a team, but we're talking about places that lost a team and never got one back. I was really surprised at this list when we went through it. Uh, we'll talk about it as we continue, plus uh, look ahead to the New Year's Eve day game between the Nashville Predators which got us started down this rabbit hole to begin with. Uh, the Predators and the Vegas Golden Knights and news and notes uh, one-timers around the National Hockey League. This is Fox Sports Las Vegas. Now, we were making fun of the Hartford Whalers in the mid-'70s. They were an expansion team. They were mm-hmm. not expected to be very good. And this is only a couple of years after the, the National Hockey League went from 6 to 12. Right. So it's there's a lot of stats there that are, are funny and goofy, but they didn't have a chance. But they stuck it out. That like that's the really cool part. That that those when the National Hockey League went from six to twelve, mm-hmm. and then added on, and and uh, eventually got to like what was then the standard, like twenty one. Yeah, a lot of those teams survived and had legs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and stuck around. Yeah, that was re- and through some hard times, we celebrate what the, what the Golden Knights did in twenty eighteen. Yeah. For good reason. 
because you see how tough it was mm-hmm. for everybody else to Back. continue uh, to to get through it. You saw Seattle last year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, there were some expectations for them. Others were uh, a lot more realistic. But compared to previous expansions, Seattle overachieved. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and you know, I think there's kind of been a linear raising of the bar for expansion teams just because I, I would make the argument that right now the the talent pool in the NHL is as good as it's ever been. It's the best it's ever been. And so in theory, even if you are a, a, an expansion team, the 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 ceiling for you or the, the floor for you uh, might be greater than the ceiling for other expansion teams of past eras. That all being said, it's not easy to come in, be an expansion team, win your division, and go all the way to the Stanley Cup final. It's something that will never, ever be replicated again. Just to make the playoffs as any type of expansion team Mm -hmm. is great. And I don't care whether you're talking pickleball expansion or whether you're major professional sports expansion. (laughs) Yeah. Just to make the the postseason is extraordinary. What Vegas did, off the charts, movie. All-star. Who would I get to be? Who would you get yeah, to be? You yeah. weren't you weren't here year one. I did the expansion draft. Oh, yeah, that's right. Excuse why wouldn't you just me. why wouldn't you just play yourself? No, but I want some I want a bigger role. Why wouldn't you No. What? Why? Yeah. You don't have a bigger role. No, we, I want to play a bigger role. Yeah, but no, you don't no, no, get no, no, to no. play. I want to be I want to be <laughs> you, cast as you want a bigger be, role. So you want like, you want to be Bill Foley? Uh sure. You, you want to be George? No, I was more thinking a player. Who could I you, be as a player? You a player. Yeah, Let me think. I'm an actor. Um, look at me. Look at my hair. I'm I'm suave. Uh, hmm. I don't have to be actually be able to play. I'm just acting. No, I was thinking Marshy with the short stuff. Stop it. No, stop it. Lamborghini. Remember he he would roll up in the Lamborghini during the playoffs? No. 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 I mean I remember that, but no, yeah. you're yeah, not you, you're yeah. not a you're not a John of the Marsh so. What about Flower? Stop. What are you what are you doing? I'm trying to be get a role in the movie. Yeah, no, you're you know, not getting a role you know as Mark Andre Fleury. You, you could be David Schlemko, who they drafted, and then I no, don't know no, what no, happened no. to him. No, Chapman, I, I got it. I just, I, I need to remember. Uh, ooh, okay. You know who you are? It's got to be somebody big. Yeah, somebody yeah, with, no, a, no, with no, a really yeah, good yeah, role. Yeah, no, for sure, for <laughs> sure. You know who you are? Who? Like, you look like him too? Oscar Lindbergh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wanted a bigger role than that. No, no, you and get I, you I, eventually I get traded for Mark Stone, the current captain yeah, of the that's team. A, that's that's a pretty like, big how role. is that not a big enough role for you? Because I, the, the first year during the movie about the the first year, what, you, I, like I, you I, want to be James Neal? Yes. Yeah. Sure. No, uh, you're not sure. a James Neal. Sorry, can't be James so Neal. The, the National Hockey League, when it expanded <laughs> from six to twelve, it doubled in size. It yeah, went to yeah. Oakland, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, St. Louis. Los Angeles, and Minnesota. The National Hockey League is in all six of those markets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's very impressive. Sure. Now, Oakland Seals don't exist anymore. San Jose Sharks. I'll call that that a trade-off. I count count it. I count it. Minnesota North Stars are in Dallas, Mm -hmm. but the Minnesota Wild do exist. Yep. The next couple of teams, Vancouver and Buffalo, very successful teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, no issues there. Next one, Atlanta and the New York Islanders. You hit big on one mm-hmm. with a dynasty. Yep. Atlanta's had an NHL twice mm-hmm. and, and lost it. Sure. 
Kansas City and Washington were next. Washington stuck it out. Mm-hmm. Kansas City did not. And then there was the WHA absorption uh, in Edmonton, Hartford, Winnipeg, and Quebec. Two of those franchises mm-hmm. don't exist in their current uh, in that location. Right. Places that had NHL teams that do not currently have a franchise in the history of the game. Five. It's wild. That's really small. Yeah. Major League Baseball, five. I was surprised at that. Yeah, that is surprising. The NBA, um, five, ten, like 15. <laughs> 15. That's a lot. The NFL, yeah. 221. Oh, come on. <laughs> Hammond, <laughs> Frankfurt, yeah. Evansville, Duluth. Dayton, mm-hmm. Canton. Sure. Canton, yeah. Mm. I wonder why the Hall of Fame was in Canton. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Gotta give him something. Akron. Like, Literally the, the, every like, every city in Ohio yeah, had, much, had yeah. an NFL team. <laughs> and I, I, I'll be honest, we came back on commercial break. I didn't get to go through anymore. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff was in the 20s and 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, sure, where there's sure. things flying around. But the National <laughs> Hockey League was going during that. Uh, teams that, uh, cities that had teams that don't have National Hockey League clubs right now. Quebec City, Mm -hmm. Atlanta, twice. Mm -hmm. Uh, There will not be a third time. Probably not. Kansas City, they built a rink, and they thought they would get a team. Mm -hmm. Hasn't quite happened yet. There's still talk, if Arizona doesn't happen, would they go to Kansas City? I think Houston would be uh, the next team. Then Cleveland and Hartford. Got it. Cleveland has an American Hockey League team. Uh, They have the NBA they have Major League Baseball. They have the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's a northern city. Kind of screams that they should have hockey. I think the problem with Cleveland is too close to a couple of different markets, Pittsburgh, Columbus, and maybe even Buffalo. I, I think, to Darren's point, Cleveland, in my mind, makes more sense than Columbus. Yeah. It just does. Yes. It does. It just does. Now, but is there more money in Columbus? Possibly. It's also Insurance. the state capital. That doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but, but it's... It, so what, what, it's when, not when the Reno Golden Knights, Chapman. I'm just what saying, look, I, I, I've been to both Columbus and Cleveland, and, and not a knock on Cleveland. It's a nice city. They got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Columbus is a nicer city. Hold on. How many U.S. state capitals <laughs> don't have professionals? A lot. Teams? A lot of them. There's no There's no teams in, in, in Juneau, Alaska. That doesn't count. All right. There's none in the Dakotas. Tallahassee? No. Austin? Trenton doesn't have one, although it's not Hamburg, too far Pennsylvania? From, no, nope. Harrisburg, nope. Pennsylvania. No. Nope. Harrisburg, sorry. Uh, what did I say? Hamburg? Hamburg. Uh, Montgomery? Alabama? Uh, you don't have to say. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> he's, I, I, he's showing off yes, right yeah, now. Right now. He's at, this is what emptying the tank looks <laughs> like, yes. Darren. My, my, Come on. Montpellier, well, Vermont that's, does not that's have why, one. That's why St. Paul... That's why the, the Minnesota team plays out of St. Paul now instead of Minneapolis. Yeah, because they, they got to be in the state <laughs> capital. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lansing. Oh, Michigan. Madison. Wisconsin. You were a dork. <laughs> were you a geography major? I was. Not a major, but I used wow. to love the geography Columbia, quizzes. Salem. Salem, Oregon. They should have one. Team? No. Jefferson City. Ooh. There we go. Missouri. You looked at me. No. I have no idea. What are you, what are you looking at me well, for? I, I, I was going to give you a chance to answer. No, I have okay. no desire to answer these questions. I don't know. 
Talk about hockey, Chapman. <laughs> I, I'm not. I don't know geography. Carson City. I don't know that one. That's ours, of course. Come on. Okay. Yanking I, your chain, man. I wasn't sure because <laughs> the chain's a little rusty I, with you. When, when, when I'm when I'm rattling off Montpellier, Vermont. Good chance I know Carson City. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it. Yeah. I said Reno. Oh, I'm not from here. Yeah. You sound like a television commercial or yeah. a radio commercial. No, I, I know I'm not from here. Don't hire Ryan to be your lawyer because he's not from here. Ooh. <laughs> Don't forget, bro. Yeah. I love that commercial. It's great. Is that the same, that's on the same guy? Is it the same guy? That guy, that, guy, that guy has great commercials. Huh. I have my lawyer. Sam and Ash are my lawyers. They rock. We're going skating soon. You guys should come with me. What a segment this turned into. <laughs> State capitals to to Darren's yeah. going. We, we know we know we know exactly what's in Chapman's wheelhouse after this. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Of I, all the things, right? I know yeah. my state capitals. Of it's all wild. the things that we've yeah. discovered, Chapman's yeah. really good at. Yeah. It's listing state Pierre, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you learn this? I I used to I I just enjoyed he it. He doesn't as a kid. he doesn't know how he learned it. It's just no, there. I, like there there. Like, see, we we ran out of of his yeah. His good things. Yeah. No, like yeah. like I I know country flags. I know I know countries in Europe. I know mm-hmm. countries in Africa. Like I do those those quizzes online, and, and I what I quizzes? rock. There's like a there's a website called Sporkle. What? I'm sorry. Yes, S P O R C L E, and you can go online and you they they ask you like geography questions or sports history questions. You just do that for fun. There's there are times when I when I have nothing to do, literally nothing to do. Uh huh. So I will I will entertain myself that way. See, I never find myself in that position. <laughs> well, well, ever. You know, how I mean, often I'm, do you find yourself in that position, Wallace? Would I have nothing to do? Not, never. Not, not, no, nothing well, to not, do. Not well, likely well, to, to happen. To be fair, I should, I should do Sporkle right now. To yeah. be fair, you guys, you guys are both married with multiple children. I am married, but my kid part time at my house, part time <laughs> somewhere else. So, and you've got I, a rumba. So. <laughs> Yes. So, so the housekeeping's taking care yes. of. I don't have to worry about vacuuming. So. It's a, it's Roomba. Rumba. No, it's Rumba. Rumba. No, baby. it's Roomba because it cleans rooms. Yeah, but oh, it's Rumba I because I can drink a rum while it's doing the, the job. You made that yeah. up. Uh, what's the capital of Thailand? Thailand, Bangkok. <laughs> when we continue, we'll tee up our number two of the VGK Insider Show. We will also get into news and notes with one timers on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. That's what Chapman sends me all the time. Hope we can be friends. Hey, we got something cool coming up in hour number two. The launch of a new contest on the VGK Insider Show. I saw saw Mike today yeah. over at practice at City National. He's yeah. like, boy, those ticket people are hard to beat. I said, Mike, we've done everything we can. Except everything we can yeah. to get you in there for tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a brand new contest uh, where you get to win money. Money. And uh, it's uh, a part of a parlay. Uh, A hockey parlay uh, with Mike Lee Minden Jewelers, and uh, we're going to unveil that. So at some point, we can get people to call up, and one person is going to get to participate in our hockey parlay. Yeah, we're going to bring you on the air. We're going to pick the games. You're going to pick the winners. Yes. And then 
no pressure. Just watch no. the games over the weekend. It's going to be great. take it in. Uh, you also hear from uh, Bruce Cassidy. Uh, injury update coming up as the Golden Knights uh, get set to wrap up 2022 against the Nashville Predators tomorrow at noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. The pregame show at 11 a.m. It is a reverse retro day as yeah, well. Love Something cool jerseys. going on at the rink uh, alongside that, I can guarantee you. Hour number two is coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas.